How do? No then. Big Tony Wilson. Six foot one? Yeah, six foot one. I'm I'm six foot. I, I seem a bit bigger, but I'm I'm only six one, yeah. I'm only a little tiny guy. <laughs> okay, mate. Um so wherever you want to take. Can you remember where we finished? I sort of can. I think we should start from when I was about 17, 18. When uh, you started on your I, prison journey. When I came out of Risley. Yeah. Um, I went back home. And it weren't too bad. It, uh, because I was paying rent, I was getting fed better. So that was okay. And I did get a job doing Crowther's Brickworks in Little Lever, and I loved that job. It was great, you know. Um, that went, that, I think I was there about over a year. And then one lad decided to take the piss. We had a fight and we both got the sack. So that was that job up the Swanee. What was the fight about? Do you remember? No, I can't remember. I know he was taking the liberties. Um, and I decided, nah, you're not having this. So obviously I stood up for myself. We had a fight. I, um, yeah, I did batter him and we both got the sack. That was that job done. So I went back on benefits, which I hated really. Um, I think I was 23 quid a week, and ten pound of that was giving me stepmother for for keep. Can can I ask can I ask about this right? So you said you went back home. Obviously, when you were 13, you stood up to your dad, and uh, he never touched you or your brother again. Yeah. He used to beat my mother though regularly. Your stepmom. Yeah, yeah. My oh. stepmother. He used to beat her regularly. I never interfered. Um, I just let him go on with it. Um, she did leave him later on. Yeah. And then when I got out of prison, she'd got back with him. So she had it two years apart from him. Yeah. And then she got back with him. And this is when, years later, Peter said he were a different person. But I still couldn't forget the past, regardless of how... Well, you know, well, well things stick with you when a yeah. child, weren't they? If you're bloody starving all the time. Yeah. And getting um, kicked from pillar to post, then that is... It's not going to go away, is it? <clears throat> no, so the 70s... Uh, in them days, they had what you call grants, government grants, uh, where if you put so much money to having a grant, you got so much off the government. And my mother, my stepmother and father decided to have this grant done. And the firm was called Gundalak. Uh, I'll never forget that what, name. What work were they having done? Builders, building, okay. building. So half the back of the house got took down. Yeah. Um, why they was rebuilding. Well, they did home improvements it were for, home weren't it? Yeah. Like new yeah. roofs and yeah. stuff like yeah, that. stuff like that. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and my mother, um, stepsister, half-sister, no, half-sister, not stepsister, half-sister, um, went to Spain while I stayed at home. Because um, half the house were missing. The back of the house was all full of plastic, so I was always in, make sure no one got in, like. No one ever tried. Anyway... Did they know you lived there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I was only 17, 18, 19, something like that. But yeah, everyone knew where I went. Where. Anyway, um, if you fast forward however long, I, I'm in the house one day and I hear my mum and dad talking and I heard my stepmother say, oh, we're going to lose the house, we're going to lose the house. There's no way we can pay this debt back. And I'm like, what are they on about? Anyway, I just kept listening. And apparently, they owed the builders £1,500. Now, in the 70s, late 70s, that was a lot of money. Of 
course it were. That was a hell of a lot of money, £1,500. So, me being a bright spark, when they disappeared, my mum went wherever and my dad went to work, I rung on the lack up. And I said, look, I said, my mum and dad can't afford this £1,500, but I'm strong, young, willing to work however long you want until the debt's paid off. He, he agreed. I was like, shocked. I was like, what? Oh, great, yeah? He agreed. Really? Yeah. This is a true story. He agreed, so... So, despite the fact you were battered by your dad, starved yeah. as a kid... Yeah. You see, the, the, this, this is the thing, Tony, so I tell you what, you know, yeah, you've grown up fighting violence and all that, mate, but you've got an art, empathy, understanding, you know, not all people in prison are bad, they're not. Well, I mean, some of what I did I'm, I'm ashamed of, which we'll come to in, in, in a bit, but yeah, I've not all been goody-goody, you know, some of what I did was bad. But getting back to this story, my dad came in and my mum, and, and I approached him and I said, I've spoke to Gundalak, he's letting me work off that debt you owe him. You know what my dad said? About time you made yourself useful. So I, I so I never forget that. No, I'll never forget not that. Not positive. No. No, about time you made yourself useful. Did you go and do that? I did. It I worked I worked for three months at least, and I think, uh, or however long it was, I can't remember. Um did you graft? I grafted, he, he was a builder, so I was doing mixing plaster, um, odd carrying, whatever labouring jobs you could think of, I was doing smashing plaster off the walls, ready to be replastered, mixing plaster, you know, them sort of jobs. Shoveling bricks, bagging bricks, whatever, skip filling, all that. Uh, and every Friday, they'd hand the wage packets out and I'd sit there, get nothing, yeah? The only thing I got, right, was I didn't have to pay rent while I was working. This is another story. This is gonna shock a lot of people. I bet you turned up on time every day, didn't every you? Every day I never had a day off. I, in, in all jobs I've ever had, I never had a day off, ever. When that when that debt was paid off, you'd done that bit, did uh, your mum and dad thank you? <laughs> well, <laughs> no. This is, what, this is what's gonna shock you. Uh, and it shocked me. It's not, it? it's just gonna, it, it, it's just gonna make me just shake my head, I know it is. Well, so I went to work every day, grafting, grafting. You know, I had me, you know, I was look, looked after. They liked me at work, at that job, but they couldn't keep me on full time after I, after I, one day he came and he said, well, you've done, you, he said, you don't need to come in anymore, it's paid. And I said, is that it? And I was quite proud of myself, you know, really proud so of myself. So you should be, mate, so you should be. Uh, and I never put any stipulations on my parents about this money. I just thought, well, it's paid, end of. But the next time I got my benefit, I didn't give her the £10 for rent. And she said, where's my rent? And I went, what? I said, I shouldn't have to pay rent ever again. I said, I've just... Oh, no, we're not having that. Three days after I'd finished the job, they kicked me out onto the street because I wouldn't pay rent. So... Here I am, 1979, on my own, homeless, never been homeless before in my life, I've I, I, been to Risley, been to Children's Homes, been there, never been homeless, so I'm sleeping down Darley Park under a bench near, uh, it's it's in Farnworth. Uh, you, you literally were homeless? Club. Yeah, I was homeless, I had nowhere to go. No friends or anything? No, 
didn't know anybody because I'd been in care most of my life, so I didn't really know anyone who'd put me up. And then I bumped into a guy called Jimmy. Uh, he was an old fighter, flat nose, you know, getting on a bit though, coming to coming to end of his prime. Um, and we, you know, we had a good rapport, yeah, and whatever. I can't remember exactly how we met. And he said, "I've got a flat in Break, mate." One at roughest dairy. <laughs> I know where mate is, mate. <laughs> One at roughest dairy. I didn't know anybody, so I'm used to this mate and he gives me his spare room. First night in mate This is a, this is no word of a lie. First night in mate He says, "Oh, go to Rocket Pub and get some bottles of cider." So I'm in. Let's let's before we go any further because I know where he's. <laughs> For people who aren't from this country, you know, culture in this country, right? I've lived in some rough hard places in Manchester where I've worked in a prison jail, where I've walked in pubs, Tony. Uh, Averton, uh, Lee. My sister lives in Lee, I'm Tilsley, Tilsley. First time I went, this is about culture, right? So Tilsley. Tilsley is a little place, it's like a, what you call a one-horse town. I walked in pub in my Yorkshire accent, pint of bitter. This lad went, who the fuck are you? Get outside. I went, pardon? He says, we're fighting. I says, really? That's what they're like, aren't they? If you're, if you're not... I will tell you, Tilsley, I lived there for about 12 months. Second time I went in pub, he bought me a pint, and I knew everybody. But these little pubs... I know what Bre where Breakmate is, what it's like. There were pubs in Sheffield. You go in them, and you're a fresh face, and s someone's going to have a pop, or... Aren't they? <laughs> Sorry try. to interrupt, but <laughs> go on. I'm gonna try, yeah. Go on then. Anyway, he was an alky Jimmy, so he liked a, a bottle of cider. Now this Rocket pub, I don't know if it's still there now, but they had a shop in the middle where you could buy bottles of cider, and then the pub was on either side. I think. Oh you yeah. Know, so it was like so. I went in this shop, gets the bottles of cider, and on my way way out, there's two lads uh, who I. I Give me your money, or they said summer. How old are you? I was 79. Eight, 79, 80. So, 20. So you're not even that, mate. Not even Same that. age as me, aren't you? So you're like, you're 19, just like 18, 18 19. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they tried to rob me, basically. So I smashed the bottle of cider around one of the reds and then battered the other one. So that was it then. I gets off, said, tells Jimmy the story, he could smell the cider all over me. Told him what happened. He said, "Oh, don't worry about it." And I said, "Well, give me some more money. I'll go back and get." Some. He said, "No, you can't do that. It'll kick off if they find out." We said, "Oh, fuck them." So then, luckily, I knew one person from there called Tommy Nichols. Right? Yeah. From Breakman. He lived in Breakman. Now I grew up with Tommy in Farnworth. I don't know if it's the same Tommy Nichols that you. Yeah, I, who was an IPP prisoner. I don't know if it's the same one, but anyway, he was there. So I knew him. So then he says, oh, Tom, how are you doing? So I gets to know him. And uh, he says, come to Mosley. Okay. So I go to Mosley and sat in there with Tommy and there's a few other lads in. Anyway, then these other lads come in who had beef with Tommy or his lot, decides to start causing trouble. And I didn't like it. So I just stood up and went, well, what, what, what's all this fucking about? He said, oh, you fuck off, it's not do you, you knobhead. I said, well, it is now, you just called me a knobhead, and I just headbutted the guy where he stood. 
and kicked off. So then there were supposed to be loads of them looking for me. Um, so I went straight to the pub again, sat down on my own, sat there drinking, and then there was a few other, and I just sat there. No, it happened. No, it happened. And then I get in with the wrong lot. Well, well, I say wrong lot. Perhaps they got in with the wrong. Maybe it was me as well, but I was only on the on the benefits, and I, and it was pittance then. You know, you got nothing. Uh, I couldn't get a job because in them days jobs were very hard to come by. There was a lot of unemployment. It was a very difficult time, weren't it? There were a lot of redundancies, technology was changing and a lot of people were It was made more redundant. or less impossible to get a job. Uh, that's how it felt anyway. I had no skills. I didn't have any skills. Is that when, uh, I can't remember which one of them it were, one at Tories come out with the old get on your bike to get a job? They, they paid your benefits. No, that was later. Was that, that later? Was much, much later. Did no, they did a YTS schemes where you oh, just went yeah. uh, doing graveyard, cutting grass round, round cemeteries. I did that for a bit where you got a bit of extra money on your YTS scheme. Yeah, you But that was school. like slave labour, basically. That's what that ended up. It was, wasn't it? He was working for about an extra 10 quid a week, or less than that even. Um, so anyway, to cut a long story short, Everyone in Breakmit realised that if they were going to fight with me, I'd fight back and nine times out of ten they'd end up losing. So all that sort of thing stopped the trouble because yep. I fought my way you know, out of it. Yeah. So I didn't get no much trouble after that. But, and this is where someone on the comments in my last video said, poor Tony, poor Tony. Well, no, this wasn't poor Tony. This was Tony being doing stuff wrong that he shouldn't have. Yeah. We started burdling houses. Yep. Yeah. And I don't, I, we just got into it. Um, How's it start that? Well, we just broke into it. Do you have no money? We had nothing. I'm no not using money. that as an excuse. No, we had no money, had no food in the house. Was, you know, again, hungry, but it, that was my own fault because I suppose I'd spend the money on beer and then when I had no money, go thieving. But it weren't as easy to thieving, break me, because there weren't no big asdas like there was in Farmworth, so it was less easy to steal. So we decided to break into houses. I only ever did it while I was in Bremen. I never burgled another house after I got time for that. So sure enough, the police caught us. And I got sentenced to three years in prison. Yeah, so... For burglary? For burglary. Then? Then. That was quite a big sentence then, I would imagine. Yeah, it was. Uh, you did two thirds, so you did two years. Yep. Uh, so anyway, I go to Strange Ways. And I'm still a YP then. And they used to tip your bed up and line all your clothing so you couldn't have a, anywhere to lie down. Yep. So you'd be sat on a chair for 23 hours a day. Yeah. Oh, that, that obviously um, was part of the rehabilitation. It made you a better person, <laughs> did it not? No. <laughs> no. Because what I did, I said, right, lads, we're going to do shifts. Yeah. You two, you guard the door. You hear any fucking screws, right? You, sh you let us know, wake us up. So we did shifts, guarding the door and listening for the screws coming. Because I was on the fours, yeah. you could hear them coming a mile away. So I'd take hot clothes off, put them there, and put mattress on, and then have a sleep. Have a sleep. If we're only the screws are coming. That should go. All right, boss. Yeah, great, great. Sling it. Right. Bump. Back on. Uh, I got more shifts than I should have. But you yeah, you I can't make that up, can you? 
You know, no TVs, no PlayStation, no, 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 no TVs, nothing. TVs, nothing then. Just wanted to get your head down, mate. Yeah, just to have a bit of a nap in the afternoon. So we, we did shifts, yeah, where we took these. I don't know if anyone else remembers them days where they won't let you lie in your bed. There's a lot of people now I speak to who... Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, but luckily for me, they reclassified me because I was getting into a lot of fights with idiots, you know, wanting to um, butt heads. Did they make you an adult then? They made me an adult and I got put on B-Wing. Yeah, I got put on B-Wing. So, just for people that, sometimes troubled young persons, people who can fight or whatever, it is a squeeze, isn't it? Oh, I, that I, that I, environment, you're going to be I'm fighting every yeah, day, because aren't because once I went on cons, there were none of that. It's karma, isn't it? It's yeah. karma. Fighting-wise and that, it's not about reputation and all that. No, we're not, I still have it. I mean, I still got into fights once I went to Franklin, but this is another story that only someone who was there then would know this. In 1981, the officers didn't know where to put me. Well, they were saying we don't know where to put you, blah, blah, blah. And then... I got called into office and they said this was I think 981. <clears throat> they said, right, we're gonna we've been we're gonna send you to Franklin. Now this is when it first opened. I think it was built in 1980. Opened when, when 1981. Dispersal prison. I security prison. Then. It wasn't. Was like, it not? No, it was. It was. But what what they did? They took 20 five year and unders. From Strangeways? From, well, I don't know, from all over, yeah. Is this when it opened? When it first to, opened. The population? It was to get, it was to get people, the, the prison, into the motion of bringing in the high security. Yep. So, I'm, I get moved to Franklin, and it, it was like square blocks, you had TV rooms, and you had workshops, I was in the laundry on the machine thing, what, what pressed the shirts, which was one of the best jobs in there. I loved it, that job, yeah. Uh, so I was on the wing, but if you wanted to have a fight, you could just go on the stairs and battle you to your little heart's content. And I had several fights in there with idiots, but um, I was playing darts one day. I used to hang you around. You had darts? Yeah, 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 darts, table tennis, you know, yeah, it was good. Uh, and I'm playing darts with these two old blokes. And uh, this guy came over, fancy playing me for burn. And I knew he was one of these gobshites, I'd heard him before, so... <laughs> I don't know why I said it, I said, well, I won't pay me back, I'm a bit of a cunt for paying me debts back. And he said, you'd, you'd pay me back, I'd take it off, you didn't burn. I said, oh, would you? I said, come on stairs then. So we went on stairs, bump, 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 him gone, done, end of, yeah. Then I'm next to a, a lad who just kept interrupting me conversations with my mate who was two or three blocks up further down, you know, get interrupting and doing my head in. Uh, so I just said, listen, I've had enough of this, do you want to do on the stairs? And he said, yeah. <laughs> but he said, whoever wins, as soon as the other one gives in, you've got to stop. I said, okay, fair enough. Anyway, we exercise come on, time to open cell out, so we goes up the stairs and he takes the high ground. Yep. And I'm on the low ground, and the fucker tried to kick me in the nuts. But what he didn't know was, when I was 16, I had a twisted double hernia. Oh. Yeah, I had, Thank, <laughs> I had thanks, balls like an elephant. Thanks for that, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> so what they did, yeah, oh, that was painful. Oh, come on. They stitched one of me 
testicles, if you want to be yeah. prim and proper, up. So they raised, yeah? yeah? So when he kicked me in the nuts, I didn't feel anything because he missed. He didn't catch me in the nuts. And I just looked. <laughs> and I seen shock, a look at shock on his face, but he tried to snipe me. So that was it. I started fighting and I had him. And I'm punching him on. And he said, I give up, I give up. And I won't stop. I said, give up? You weren't fucking saying that when you tried to kick me in the nuts. And I just carried on. And in the end, I did stop. Did 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 you have a cut-off point when you're fighting? Yeah, I, I, yeah. You know, what, pe what, yeah. people can proper lose it, can't they? Yeah, no. If they were if they were submissive, and I knew I had them, I never I never used to stamp on someone's head while they were on the floor or kick them in the teeth while they were on the floor. I'd do a bit, put them fight. on the floor. Unless they were one of them that kept getting up, then I'd say, stay down or I'll just have to carry on. But that was very rare, no. <laughs> I won't be getting up, mate. That was very rare. But yeah, <laughs> but if I had to fight with all I had, yeah, then I yeah. would fucking go all out. But then that happened once with the gym orderly. I don't know if that was on my act. I think that was on my two-year sentence, yeah, because I never had to have another fight after that. Um, that's another story, we'll get to that in a minute. No worries. So anyway, I'm on the, I'm in Franklin, and I goes up for parole, and I get it because I've not been nicked for fighting, even though I've had a few fights, I never got nicked. Did they know you were fighting? No, no, because one time the, the, the lad who kicked me in the nuts, he didn't grasp me up, he yeah. went to, you know, hospital, got patched up and didn't yeah. grasp me up. Uh, the, the guy with uh, the darts, he didn't grasp me up. And there was a few, and there was a guy with no teeth. He used, every time I came, every time he saw me go on the stairs, I'd look at him, he'd smile and he'd go like that. And then I'd come back. And then one day when this guy caused trouble and I battered him and it, I came back down and he shouts over, T, when, when will they ever learn? When will they ever learn? I said, I don't know. I said, when will they ever learn? He shouted. Anyway, I get released. I got back home. Um, so, this is... Were you welcomed? Yeah, 82, yeah, yeah, I was. Um, I went back home. I were, I were, you know, I never held any grudges about the 1,500 quid, but I'll give me dad credit. When he split up with my stepmother, he sold the house. So they got a lump sum each, and he gave me enough to buy a car, really? which was 700 quid. So in my eyes, he gave me his half. Do you think your dad loved you? I don't know. He, he he said that later on that he shouldn't have done what he did. Did did you, you're right. So he, he had it rough till he sorted him out and that. It seems like it, I think he, you don't know bitter. where you were with him. He kicks you out. He come out of prison. They have your bike. For me, I, I don't know how that played with your emotions or whatever. I think he was a bit bitter for what my mother did um, and took it out on us. I don't know. Or it, it was just that. That was the culture in them days. Is your dad still alive? No. My stepmother is. Were you, were you in a good place with him? Well, sort of, yeah. But you I, maintained your relationship? Yeah, right up until the end. But it was more with Peter than me, because I, there is another story where I got out of, of my IPP and moved to Bristol with my ex-wife. Um, which is that's another story that we'll get to in the, later on down the line. But... Um, so I get out of prison, so I goes back to Farmworth, yeah, and I'm living at home. And, uh, I'm living at home. He'd have hit me then, wouldn't yeah. he? Yeah. Well, he might have. I he don't would. know how far your bonnet is. It's close. 
You were too close. Sorry about that, guys. Alright. It was a bit close. Yeah, it was. I just hope I'm not having to roll my sleeves up because I'm not uh, that way inclined anymore. <laughs> Sorry about that, Tony. <laughs> yeah, I've never been one for road rage. Well, I did in the I did in the eighties. Go on, then, mate. So anyway, I get we get I get out of prison. I get to my parole. So I get I think I did seventeen months and I got parole. So I'm in Falmouth again. Didn't really know anyone again, you know. So. I'm hanging around with Carl Martins, B Martin, I don't think they'll mind me mentioning the names, they were my mates. Uh, they weren't fighters, you know, they just weren't fighters. Uh, they were body poppers, so they were into all that body popping. <laughs> I couldn't dance in my life, I had about a, as much rhythm as a brick when you throw it in a swimming pool. <laughs> but they got this little crew together, this little crew who used to do break dancing. And we used to travel all the clubs, you know, under 18s, when yeah. you had days where you'd go under 18s. There were a lot of dance clubs and that then, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> so they'd have what you call mashups against each other. Yeah. Well, they were good. Chris Locke and Joe Shock, and there was Pelly and a few others, and they were really good dancers. So we're going from club to club. Anyway, I couldn't dance save my life, so I used to sit in background. But what I was good at is if any trouble started, then that that'd be my forte. Yep. So I'd wait for that, which sure enough it did come. So so you you were like their uh, security really. <laughs> yeah, but, but I, didn't, I didn't I, I didn't set out for that to happen. I didn't set out. For you didn't that to you didn't used to go around causing no. trouble, did you, Tony? No, I'd be sat in the background, and then they'd dance against each other. I don't know if people remember this. They called it mashups, and they. You know, they dance with each, but they used to wind the losing team up. Ah, you, we beat you easy. You can't do this move, and they'd be doing windmills and all the body popping moves that yeah. I still to this day can't do and won't even attempt. Not yeah. me neither, mate. Um, anyway, that we was in Blighties in Farmworth, and there was a crew from Liverpool had turned up in a coach. I mean, why, why the hell did they come that far? Right? It'd still be on me, but they did anyway. Was there any money involved? No. No, you'd pay to get in, you'd pay your 50p to get yeah. in. Yeah. There'd be no alcohol on sale because we were all under 18, I think. This was. They were all under 18. I was a bit older than yeah. them. I could drink alcohol, but obviously I didn't. So I'd go. You, you was able to go, but not drink. So they'd start dancing and I'd be watching, you know, chatting to whoever. Anyway, these scousers didn't like the fact that they got out danced. So they said, I will be back next week and we're going to fucking do you all in, rah, rah, rah. But I, I remembered that. So the next week, I'm, all I'm doing is spending my time going around getting weapons and putting them in old hall. Yeah? Filling this old hall up full of weapons, you know, whatever you could get. For you? Well, f just in case, yeah? Yeah. Because there was a lot of them. You know, you're talking about a coach, load of them. And there was only about nine or ten of us. So, sure enough, the next week's come, I, t I turned up with me old arm and put it under the table. And the this coach turned up, and I was waiting for it, me. These lot had all forgot about that. They, were, they didn't know. They're just into the dancing. Yeah. 
Ja. Chernov, Scousers can't start moving it. So a few of the others started to try and snap uh, table legs off and stuff. I said, oh, forget that. Here. Fucking hell, <laughs> Started handing all the weapons out. We just, I just walked at front of them all with whatever weapon I had. I think it was an hammer or something like that. Come on, you know that, and they just got off. The, the coach, they got on the coach, the coach drove off and never seen them again. So I didn't hurt anybody, no one got hurt, no one got That's hurt. a result then, isn't it? Yeah, I'm just glad no one got hurt. The thing is, Tony, innit? Well, they was coming there to hurt us. Fear's a big thing, isn't it? <coughs> yeah. You know, in, in the life you've lived, like you said then, it didn't kick off, no fight, but looking at someone who's like, who didn't give a shit. Normal people are going to back off, aren't they? Well, they were, they was coming here there to cause trouble with us. And I was waiting for it and ready for it. So that, that didn't go to any. But another time in Bury, we'd gone to Bury to a club. And there were um, a dance crew there. And they decided to cause trouble. Now, by this time, I don't know why, but I started carrying knives. Yeah, because... Obviously, these lot can't really fight, and I'm coming up against five and six people on my own. So I'm thinking, no, I'm not having this. So I had these two knives on me. They decided to kick off. So I stood up, went straight to one wit mouth, and I said, you don't really want to be causing trouble, do you? And showed him the knife. And he went, no, 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 okay, okay. And I went, are you sure? And showed him the other one. It's just to hit it home and that no no trouble happened but that's what I would it was fear if you can put fear of Christ up someone you can stop a lot of the trouble were you ever fearful? not really or does adrenaline were you confident in your own ability? yeah yeah well I, I was fearful in the end that I'd probably end up getting done for murder it was either that or get killed uh, it was either I'd go to hospital or prison but I'm not going down I'm not going down without a fight and if I have to use weapons because there's more of them than me, then I will. And that's how it ended up. So if we fast forward to... Come on. So you've done your prison, you've done your dance-offs. Yeah. Uh, you've been to Franklin and got out. Yeah. So I'm, I, I'm with my friends and... Have you touched drugs yet? No. No, that comes later on. I've never... Not even smoked cannabis. Yeah, don't, they weren't into drugs. I didn't even know about drugs. So I had. I, 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 I was. I'm, I'm the same age as you. I, I didn't then. You know, it was. You know, I'd have a beer, go out with me. It was. Play a, it, was a, it was a, after I got out off the two-year sentence, uh, which was eighty-six, uh, eighty-six, eighty-seven, eighty. It was about eighty-eight, just before my son was born, that I started smoking cannabis. But we'll get to that. Because I've got to get to the where I got what I got the two year for. Anyway, I'm in Farnworth, <coughs> and there's a well-known family in Farnworth. I'm not going to name them; they'll know who they are. Yeah. Uh, but I grew up with Eddie McAfee. I'll say his name because he was a friend. Yeah. yeah? And he had a sister called Marie McAfee. Yeah. She had a boyfriend. I'm not going to name him. But I was in a pub. And he slapped her right in front of me. Yeah? And I'm, you're not having that, yeah. No, so I just went over and bumped, headbutted him, he hit the floor, that were it, done. 
Anyway, a few weeks later, I'm walking down the street. This car screeches to an halt. This guy gets out, who no, I know nor was that guy's brother. Yep. And come running around the car to, you know, with face screwed up, ready for a rumble, and I just battered him. Turn and then. So that was it. Then I was in trouble with his family. Yep. There was a few of them. Yep. Um, next thing I know, I'm told that there's a gold-coloured Granado looking for me with all these lot in car with baseball bats looking for me. Well, I said, well, they didn't look in very far because I'm always here every night. You know, fuck them. Fuck them. This is what I said, fuck them. Anyway, there's a... To cut a long story short, one of their friends pulls me out in the Freemasons, not the Freemasons, what was it called? It was facing. It was on the Rose and Crown, the old Rose and Crown, it, I think it was called. Uh, I was in there, I had a revolving door, and this guy started mouthing it off, saying that this, that, and the other, that this family's going to do this and this family's going to do that. So I just levered him. Yeah, just levered him. Uh, so this is it now. This this fa this family is looking for me in this town. Yeah, family. It's only small place, isn't it? Really, it's is only small. Few pubs. <laughs> everyone knows everyone. Yeah, it is. So I'm in the White Hart pub, and I know that this family supposedly after me. So obviously I'm armed. Yeah, I've got knives on knife on me. So I'm in the White Art pub and I hear these two guys talking about the guy who I'd battered in Market Pub. Yep. Uh, it's over at Road from the Wellington pub. It's, it, it's a bit further up on the other side. I forget what it's called, but I think it's that. So I'm in the White Art pub. Uh, these two guys are talking. And, and they mentioned this guy. I said, oh, I know him. They went, shut up, you, you fucking dickhead. Did they know who you were? They must have. Yeah, they <coughs> did. <clears throat> and I went, what? They said, oh, he's going to kick your head in when he gets older. And I said, well, I said, what? I said, well, that's funny. I've already battered him once and wait while this family get you. <clears throat> and I said, well, they don't look very far because I'm always here. And they said, well, we're going to do it for them, these two said. Yeah, and they weren't small lads, you know what I mean? Yep. So the size don't mean out to you. No, if, if they, you're they confident was, they in your ability. Me, well, they was they were saying that they were going to hurt me when I got outside. So I said, "Is that because there's two of you?" I'll tell you what. I'll introduce a friend of mine. So I pulled a knife out and stabbed one of them in the stomach straight away, and Ed butted the other one, battered them, and then the, the barman said, "You better go." I said, "I'm going nowhere." So I sat down and waited for the police. The police came, arrested me. Why didn't you leave, Tony? Well, I'll take my punishment. I'll take my punishment. Fuck them, I'll take my punishment. I went court, pleaded guilty, got two years. The judge accepted my mitigation, yeah? Yeah. So I got me two years. I think I did longer on that one than I did on my three because I didn't get parole on that one. They knocked me back. So I did uh, I did the two-thirds of the two years. I think it was 16 months and like that. Can I ask you, Tony? Do, do you think two years is enough if you stab someone? Well, it, it, with, with what's going on now, no. how, how would you 
No, I, it, it, in them days though, two years, you did two thirds and there were no TVs, there were no uh, any of that, yeah. so it was a lot harder, the prison was a lot harder. Well, uh, is, is it no uh, no point like attempted manslaughter or no, something like? No, they didn't do me, with, I got done for section 18 wounding, now when yeah. I got this IP. Is that with a weapon? Yeah. Yeah. No, because it was only one stab. If I'd have repeatedly stabbed him, they could have done me for attempt murder. I think. Really? But because I only did it once, and then I yeah. sort of, you know, uh, and it, it it was still a stabbing, but it wasn't a big, massive blade. It was only a little blade. No, I'm not trying to make excuses, but it no, was no, only no. a little blade. Well, it's, it's about understanding the mindset for me. Well, you my know. mindset was I'm not having anybody trying to fucking do me in. I'll protect myself no matter what. So when, when you started fighting when you were really young, you know, you said you're scrapping 18-year-olds when you're 15. By this time now, is it just, you know, there's no consequence for you other, other than prison. It's just... Well, the only that's... two consequences that there were, to me, in my mindset, was hospital yeah. or prison. And that's all you thought? Yeah. Either I'm going to hospital, or they are, or I'm going to prison, or they are. Because the police inevitably always charge the winner. Yeah. They always charge the winner, never the loser. Even if the loser's the one who caused it, they don't, yeah. they don't give a shit. Yeah. They don't care about that. Do you think you cameras would your... stop a lot of this in well, pubs and that? Well, I think it has on it. I don't know. I don't know because I don't really frequent pubs much now. I, think... I go into restaurants more now with my fa with it's my family. Safe, it's a safer safe environment. Um, but... Uh, you, know, you know, because of who you are and, like, Farmer is a small place, Surely all these landlords are these boozers know you. Everyone must No, know. no, because I want a troublemaker. Yeah, they need me, but not in the white art so much because I used to go in the other parts. Right. Uh, you know, all that. Yeah. But no, I weren't really not. So you're not getting barred from places? No, no, that was the first part and only pub I ever got barred from for life. <laughs> Funny that, I went back years later and he still remembered me. <laughs> but I'll to come to that later. <laughs> anyway, so I'm in prison now. Uh, and I'm in strange ways. Back to the window worrying like you do and just yeah. getting on with it. I thought, yeah. fucking hell, I'm, I'm straight, I'm, in, I'm on the I'm on the B wing and I'm shouting through window, window worrying like you do, to, that's how you pass your time. I did do a bit of reading, but not much. I did read quite a few books actually, James Herbert. I like James Herbert yeah, books. Yeah, and it books, what's he called? Stephen, Stephen King. King, I read Stephen a lot King. of most of his books at the time. Our Robbins, I read a few of his, you know, I read um How, how were you educated, Tony? Because you didn't do a lot of school, did you? No, I educated myself. In prison? In prison, by reading books and what what I was good at, and this is a funny story as well, I watched a lot of quiz shows and I was very, very good at it. Really? And I was, yeah, well, years later, I was in Blackpool Container where after the riots, where they had no one to put anybody. Yeah. They put me in Blackpool Container, police cells, because they had nowhere to to put prisoners so they did the Blackpool container. Anyway, we're in the TV room and there was a quiz show on and it was general knowledge and I'm answering all questions. Just kept coming out of my mouth and I was getting all the right answers, which I do even to this day, which annoys my granddaughter to death. She calls me a smart ass for <laughs> So I'm answering these questions and this cone turns around and went, Fucking hell mate, I can Magnus Pike here. <laughs> So yeah, that, that was that. So anyway, this two year sentence, I'm window warrior. And from all the other side, I, <coughs> this lad shouts, hey, 
Are you from Farmworth? I went, yeah. He went, oh, nubbeds live there, don't they? I went, you are your little shit. I said, oh, I'm going to bang you out. I said, okay, okay, you little tosser. What's your name and where are you, li where are you, li where are you living like? What's you, what's... And he won't say. So, I just ignored it. Fuck, fuck off. Was it your accent? I don't know what it was, but he, he didn't like, for whatever reason, he didn't like that. Whatever. He just decided to go through a winner. <coughs> Aspinall, he would call I'll say his name, you little runt. Aspinall. Um, anyway... The Jim Audley was padded up with him, and I didn't know this. Premium job in prison, Jim Audley. Built like Arnie Schwarzenegger, he had the big 20 million inch neck, biceps, legs like that, doing squats, he was a big lad. Came over to me and said, hey, you've been fucking mouthing it to my pad mate. I said, listen, I'm not interested in you, tell your pad mate, I'm going to kick his fucking head in and I'll see him anytime he wants. No, you're dealing with me. I said, oh, fuck off. I weren't interested in because in my eyes he'd done no wrong. I thought, yeah. fucking hell, it's not you I want. It's that little rump, Aspinall I want. Yeah, this is our. Now, he, he didn't know that, but you'd just give him a squeeze, hadn't you, at that point? Yeah. <coughs> Go away, I'll deal with it. Go away, I just want Aspinall. I'm not even interested in you. You've done no wrong. Anyway, I get, we get back to our cell, we get banged up. Fucking mouth almighty Aspinall shakes. Ah, your fucking ass went when you saw me, pad, mate. I went. You what, you little fucker, you what? My ass went. <laughs> so then I'm pacing up and down, so then getting angry as fuck, thinking you little bastard. Calling you out now, mate. <laughs> yeah. My ass went. I'll fucking show you. So anyway, it gets opened up for exercise. We goes on exercise. Was it opportunities to get people on other wings? Yeah, on the exercise, because they, they did a few wings at a time them days. On the same exercise together, it yeah. weren't. It yeah. weren't like later on where no. it would be just one wing, one exercise. No, no it was a few wing because they was on a different. They, B wing was here. I don't know what yeah. that wing is there, but it was that wing they was on face on the on the old ex, the exercise they have now. Yeah, that was where the. Ex, but in them days, it was in the circles where you'd have one walking that way, one walking yeah. that. Quite a few people on exercise. So I walked over on exercise, straight up to this Mick Oakley, the, the Jim Ardley, who was built like Arnie Schwarzenegger. Me and you, four's recess, end of exercise. Recess is where boilers and get that's your hot where, water. No, that's where, no. No? Well, that's where you empty your piss pots. Oh, the old in your day you. then, that's where you emptied your piss <laughs> yeah, pots, slopping out. Slop out. Later yeah. on, the recess would be where the boilers were and you get your hot water for a brew. Yeah. Pardon me on that not, front. It's okay, I'm going back <laughs> further than you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so anyway, obviously the exercise yard then it's going around the exercise yard that there's gonna be a scrap on falls. And and these two kept looking back at me and I now know that one of them was Aspinall. If I'd have sussed that out You'd have done him there. I'd have just then. done it both where they stood, yeah, but I didn't know it was him. He just kept looking back at me. Yeah. I think you made a mistake there, mate, he said. I said, Well I I must have a bit of confidence because if it was me that went and I asked him. Yeah? Yeah. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, I couldn't fucking wait, me. It was winding me up, so doing me. I'm walking around. Not Can I ask you, by Tony? By this time, on my own. I, I don't. I don't think I've asked you this. Because uh, it might seem straight. Did you enjoy fighting? No. Well, I. I don't know. 
But I just knew that I weren't being told by is this it, is little Is it just runt. something that you've got to do? Yeah, because he was saying that my ass fell out. Yeah. And it didn't fall out. It didn't fall out. I just didn't, weren't interested in Oakley. I was, it was more this other fucking run, Aspinall, who I wanted. Uh, which I never even got to see. I, I never met him again. But if we go back to exercise, I'm walking around on my own. No one with me, because I didn't want I didn't want anyone... One boy was just walking around on my own. It was the longest hour I've ever had, that was. So anyway, I obviously, exercise finishes. And I'm holding back, holding back, going through. And then you go up to your wings. Now, where my wing was, I yep. could have walked under the threes and walked straight past him and down to myself. Yeah. Because i seen him stood on uh, uh, four's recess. All them bars leaning over looking for me, and I thought, I'm not fucking chickening out now, fuck that. So I went up onto the fours, walked along the landing, and as I'm getting nearer and nearer to him, he steps back and said, are you ready? And I just run in and headbutted him full in face, as hard as I could. So obviously he staggers back, he hits the sink, the white sink where all the piss goes, and I'm smashing his head off that. We start fighting. Um, and he never hit me once, he never actually hit me once, and then I'm hitting him, and his shirt came over his head. And I just stepped back and then comboed him, kneading him in face, and I hear someone shouts, Hey Billy, that's a fight, not like that pussy fight you had the other day, you tosser. And obviously they're all cheering and fucking making a ruckus, all the lads, so the officers got onto it. Yep. So I it is a bit of a dead giveaway, that, isn't it, Tony? When something goes down <laughs> and there's like 200 pairs of eyes all looking, you don't have to be brain of Brit as an officer. <laughs> but we, we had time to do what we had to do. Yep. Yeah. So I went like that when the officers come. Yep. And they didn't, I've never had to be twisted up. As soon as the officers arrive, I'll hands up and they walk to both to the block. Yep. And in them days, it was D1, I think, the block. Yep. So they put us down on D1. Anyway, in them days, they'd come in and a medical officer would come in and check you, check you over. And he walked in and he, he, he says, right, stand up, Wilson. And I stood up and he's like, fucking hell, you've not got a fucking mark on you. I said, no. He said, fucking he has, he's got a right fucking shiner. So that he said, couldn't you find anyone fucking bigger? I said, well, that'll teach him, won't it, to be mouthy. Was it done then, as far as you're concerned? No. 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 Because I still weren't happy. I don't know why, I just Did still Did you still happy. want the guy who caused it? Yeah, yeah, but I was still not happy because there were people later on mouthing it through the window, up above the D1. Um, so three days into the block, I hear someone shouting above me, Hey, I hear that Oakley had a fight. Did he waste him? And I got instantly angry as fuck. So I jumped up at my window and shouts, No, he fucking didn't. I fucking battered him. I'm going to fucking batter him again when we get out of here. No, because I was angry. Yeah. So I think it was about the fourth day, cell door opened. And for the first time, we got to see each other. Yeah. And look each other in the eye. And I went, When we get back to Pa. Well, he went, Nah, 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 forget it. I never had to have another fight on that sentence with anybody. And the people kept coming over, is it, did you have a fight with that Oakley? Yeah, yeah, oh fucking hell. So well that'll teach him for fucking gobshiting and that was that one over. So 
That was it. What do you think? But back now, well, I'm thinking back. It, well, he, they started it. They, they same again. They drew first blood. In my eyes, first they blood. Are, I like that. No, I've said that before. If someone draws first blood, then fuck them. It's game over. It's game on. I mean, and that's how I was. I never offered anybody out in prison first, ever. And I had 23 fights on them two sentences. I can't remember all of them, but I never lost one. I know that. Did you ever start any? No. 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 Never. No, it was them underestimating me or showing off in front of the mates. So, or... at what point, Tony? Um, you're in your 20s now, yeah? As it were. Did sort of, you know, your life change a bit, the drugs and that, what? No, we'll, we'll get to when I got out, because this is another in, uh, carry on from that family. I get out, and my mate said to me that this family have said, I can't go drinking in certain pubs in Farmworth. So it's ongoing so still, I went, even though you've been away? Yeah, so I went, what? I was shocked. I was like, what? So my discharge grant... Tell people what a discharge grant is. Well, in them days, you get a discharge grant, so you get so much benefit to last year until you can get up to the HSS and get... You, you How much it. was it then when you got out of prison? 40 quid? Not even that. Uh, 25, 30 quid, something like that. Is that <coughs> going on alcohol straight away? No. No. I went to, uh, to um, DIY shop and bought an axe. Oh, yeah. Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I went and bought an axe and I said to Carl, right, we're going in that pub that they said I couldn't go in tonight. He went, oh, fucking hell, I said, no, don't worry about Is it. Is this your mate? Yeah, yeah. So, I'm in the pub. Did he they, come with you? Yeah, and I said to him, you sit there, don't, you're not involved, because he were a fighter. Yeah. said, you just stay there. When it's going to kick off, it'll kick off on my terms, don't worry about it, yeah? So it's about eight o'clock, half eight, nine o'clock. I'm in this pub now, I'm sat in a booth. So there's no way any of them can come into that booth. I'll get behind me. So I'm strategically placed. Yeah. Anyway, sure enough, <laughs> the first lad through the door was the brother of the lad I'd stabbed a few years prior. Yeah. Yeah. And then his friend and then the, the, the family who I mentioned, yep. two of them, then the third one, which I'll give him his due. He used to say, we're Tony's concerned, I'm having fuck all to do with it. He's done no wrong. All he's ever done is stick up for himself. It's your fault. Really? This is the older brother. Voice of reason. Yeah, so anyway, there were a few others came in. So there's about 11 lads, yeah? And there's an atmosphere. I'm sat on my own, yeah? I'm sat on my own, and I'm just drinking cider. It's shandy, sorry, shandy. So you're alert? So I'm alert, yeah. You're going to fight, you're not drinking, are you? No. Airs aren't backing me neck, I stood up and I'm up for this. Yeah. I said to me mate, I said, whatever you do, just stay here. Are you, are you are you having to do this to clear air because it's just going to be ongoing? Well, yeah, I just thought I'm not having, I'm not being fucking told which pub I can and can't fucking go and buy. Nobody, not even fucking Jesus H. Christ can do that. So I said, no, I'm not having it. So I went to this pub. Uh, anyway, sure enough, they all came in, loads of them. Anyway, I thought, right, now to get to the toilet, I had to walk through them all. 
Yeah? So I walked through them all and then there's a door and then a corridor and then the toilet. And I thought, if I hear this door go while I'm in the toilet, it's kicking off. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I get up, I said, right, Carl, whatever you do, you stay there, don't fucking move. Yeah, don't move. Don't say nothing, do nothing, don't move. So I stands up and I'm walking through them all. All right, mate. All right, mate. All right, mate. All right. All right, gets to the door, walks up the corridor, into the toilet. No intentions of having the piss. Anyway, sure enough, I hear the door go. So I turned round with my back. There's only one way in. You're actually making me nervous thin, talking about well, this. It's, it's a thin door, you know. Anyway, the, 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 the brother that run the family came through the door on his own. And he said, have you still got a grudge against my family? And I said to him, I said, listen, I've never had a fucking grudge against your family, ever. But I'm not being fucking told what pub I can and can't fucking go in. Your lot fucking started trouble with me. I didn't cause any trouble with you. I said, but I tell you what, I know there's loads of you, but tonight we'll go down in fucking history because I will fucking hack every fucking one of you up. And he went, nah, 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 come and have a pint, come and have a pint. That was it. Walked out, bought me a drink, never had no more trouble with them ever. Job done. And no one got hurt. Again. Nobody got hurt. I made them know that if they wanted it, would I would have I would have kicked off. I would have gone to town. I was that way inclined at that time. It's not a brag, is it? It's just well, it was, this it was, is our life. This is our life, isn't it? Days. Sometimes, uh, yeah, the violent world. If you're in a all them, yeah, because they, I'm not being told what pub I can and can't go in. Don't forget, I've been told they've been going round in a gold-coloured Granada looking for me yeah. with baseball bats. Yeah, yeah, and I thought, well. Fuck it. What 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 is it, Tony? That uh, what what is the doggedness? Because I, I'm sure, for, for me, if if I'd have been your mate, I I would have been absolutely terrified. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking, was it not a question of not going there? Is it is, is this how people get in trouble? You know, other lads as well. Well, when, I just, when well, you're I, in it, is it you've you've just got to do it. Well, I just thought I'm not being told what pub and what pub I can't and can't go in by any fucker. Yeah, so I thought the only way to do is meet them head on. And I thought, take the fight to them in their own stomping ground and put it on the toes and let's see what bottle they have got. And the his ass fell out. Simple. Because I said, tonight we'll go down in fucking history because I'll hack every fucking one of you up. Tony, is... And I would have. Is it about handling adrenaline as well? Because in situations like that, you know, well, I could have got killed, or someone would have ended up seriously. I think he knew that. Then. Hospital or prison, where? Really. Yeah, it's I from think... from your point of view, your mentality. Don't forget, I'd only just got out that day. Yeah, was and it I... the day you got yeah. out? Cal told me he said, "Oh, this family have said you can't fucking, you better not go drinking here, here, and here." What would what would have been a deterrent for you? Anything, anything at all? Well, if they'd have said, "Look, forget that." Forget that incident, call it quits. I would have said, right, fair enough. Let, let it go. It's done. But I weren't having them saying I couldn't go here or there or looking over my shoulder every five minutes. Take the fucking fight to them, so that's what I did. And it weren't like they were 
uh, at criminals, they were all workers, they were grafters. You know, they had nine to five jobs, they were grafters. So they weren't criminal per se, but they always had a crew. There was a, there was a big family of them, more than me. I was my own gang. A lot of these small sort of communities, don't they? Same in Sheffield, when I think at Sheffield, well, they're not necessarily always small communities, but there is families that have a reputation, isn't it? Because if, if there's a lot of them, the name's getting mentioned, you know, some will be going to prison. Like you said, some are straight batters. The, the lad who had no problem with you, he said, I've got no problem with you. He's never caused no trouble. There's also within these families people who... You know, they recognise things for what they are, don't they? Well, he knew. He knew I'd never caused any trouble. I mean, the, the, the lad that smacked Marie McAfee across the face, he drew first blood in my eyes because I knew Eddie, his, his brother. And I wouldn't have been able to look him in the eye if I had not stuck up for her. So I did. We, we but I didn't know that he had a family of brothers. I didn't give a shit anyway, but I didn't know he had a family of brothers. And that they then turned their attention to me, but they didn't know me either. Did you ever worry about your brother? Because you had a fearsome rep. No, because Was Peter, your brother a fighter? Yeah, he weren't soft. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's still got mental health issues now, but yeah. no, Peter could have a Peter weren't soft, no. He, in fact, one time, when it kicked off, he f had a fight, he did these lads in, and then I got to find out about it, and yeah. started trying to involve myself, and he, they said, Tony, you don't need to get involved, he's already battered us. So I said, oh, okay. Because I was starting to get... No, but no one bothered. In fact, this is what was the hardest thing that ever hit me. I think my sister, my half-sister, came into the pub, which this family then owned, yeah. and I was in. I was able to go in there freely. I got drinks free, and, you know, everything was all right after that. Yeah. My sister, she was about 17, and she came, sat down, am I okay to come in? I said, yeah. I said, yeah, and she was with a friend, and she said, Tony, I need to have a word with you. And I thought, oh, fuck, what's up? So I said, okay, she said, she started crying. She said, Tony, it's just not fair. And I went, why, what's wrong? She said, no, no one will go out with me because of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said, and I felt so sorry for her. I know, I know we're laughing, but... Um... I felt so, and I thought, what? And she said, yeah, no one will go out with me because of you. Nobody. But I did used to be overprotective. I was very protective. But I didn't realise that, that that had happened. Even though you had your sort of um, tough upbringing and that, did your dad ever instil the sort of... Well, here's another incident that happened in the pub, my dad's pub. Go on, Yeah, then. this is the Freemasons. Yep. Uh, where my dad used to drink regular. I don't know if it's still open, it probably is, but... I'm in the snug part. My dad's in the vault part playing cards, doing what he ever did, yeah? Yeah. Uh, and then, I think it was a Saturday afternoon, this lad come in into uh, snug. He said, Tony, there's some lads giving your dad grief. I went, what? Now, even though I, I can't say I didn't love my dad, he was still my dad. Yeah. But I'm damned if I'm having any fucker fucking with him. Yeah. Regardless of what he did to me. Yeah. So I stands up, walks through the door, and my dad's here, and these three lads are here, giving my dad lip. 
and I just opened the door and walked in and I went, yeah, what the fuck's going on here? And they turned round, all three of them, saw me and then said, oh, Tony, what? I said, that's my fucking dad. Oh, we didn't know, we didn't know, we're sorry, we're sorry. And I said, well, get the fuck out quick before I fucking throw you off. And the landlord looked at me and he, his jaw dropped and he went, I've been a landlord for 20 fucking years and I've never seen nothing like that in all my life. Said three of them and just the asses fell out faster than a captain shit or whatever it was he said. And then I just turned around and walked back in, in snug and carried on drinking. But even then my dad used to say oh, he's a tosser. He didn't, my dad didn't know about my reputation. But the landlord then after that knew. But I didn't cause any trouble in them pubs. No, because that was my dad's pub. But these three lads knew me and knew my reputation. So when I went in and they what's fucking going on here? And they turned around and said, yeah, hey, that's my dad. And then, yeah, so I stuck up for him. Um, but yeah, so if we fast forward to when I get out in the... Well, we have to go, first of all, we have to go when I first took my first drug on that sentence. I was in K423. K-Wing. Which, which I ended up again in on the IPP sentence. Same cell. Yeah, you same said that, view. didn't you? You can still see Salford Van Ayer, I think. Can you still yeah, see Salford Van Ayer? Yeah, of course you can. Well, depending where you are. Yeah, of course you can. K423, you can see it. Anyway, I am. Like, years looking at oh, that cell in the 80s. Um, so this guy, I'm on, on the cell on my own, yeah. and the night time came, and he came in and he was rubbing his hands, he had it, yeah. I'm like, fuck it, like, what the fuck? He said, I've got a right fat parcel. Anyway, he did his thing, squatted down, got the parcel out, and he said, do you want to go or what, mate? I said, what, want to go or what? He said, have a toot. I said, what's that? He said, I don't know, I'd never even heard of it, mate. Really? I said, what's that? He said, oh, you'll not worry about being in jail. So I had these lines. Anyway, he ended up throwing me on bed and fucking covering me up. He said, when that fucking door goes, whatever you do, don't go out on that landing. You'll bring it right on top. I like, <laughs> What, did you smoke it then? Yeah. Smoking the yeah. drag, chasing the dragon. Chasing the dragon, yeah. First time, first drug I'd ever had. Can you remember that first? Yeah, and it, it, I just remember being smashed out of my head and him saying, don't go out on the landing. It'll bring it on top to fork, yeah. You couldn't even tell he'd had anything, but them days it was frowned upon in jail because everyone smoked cannabis. Before uh, drug testing come in, this, yeah, and, and then, everyone well, went. once drug testing come in, it made it changed everyone to heroin. That's when all the heroin came out. Um, and unbeknownst to me, that that would be my drug of choice in the 80s, late eight, middle 80s, uh, late 80s, that I'd end up selling it to keep feed my habit and I sold it for 25 years practically on and off uh, to feed mine and Peter's habit and I was good at it um, so that did so you haven't taken in early years have you to mask anything well, what I don't want people thinking is poor me poor me because I made a decision to sell drugs I made a decision to break into houses I knew it was wrong but I did it, so I, it's not all poor me, you know, I did know what was right from wrong, but it was easy money. You see, you know, I learned how to deal cannabis first, 
because I got in with this lad and he started sending people to my house to buy these deals. And then I realised that instead of giving him all the money, cut out the middleman and go to where, you know. Yeah. So I used to start buying weights myself then and making more money. And I was feeding... I got back into heroin when I got out, started selling cannabis for, to feed the habit. I was, and then I got put on methadone to try and come off the gear. But all that did was just help me when I didn't have gear to to stop me rattling. As soon as I had enough money, is that inside buy gear, or out? Out. They didn't do methadone until two thousand and up. Yeah, you didn't get so, meth. So when when you were on a script from the doctor then? Yeah, yeah. And wh when was that? That was in the eighties. That so they had, yeah, they you had could get a methadone yeah, script yeah, then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was then classed as a user. So because I was re a registered user, I could have so much heroin in my possession and only get done for self-use. It's if it was in deals. So I'd have so much in a bag, the rest would be stashed where no one knew what it were, only me. And the other bit, I used to sell to only people who I knew were users. So I only sold to certain ones who I knew used. That's why I lasted so long. Because I wouldn't just sell it to willy-nilly to anybody. I only sold it to other users that I got to know. Um, and I'd do it out in my own little bag. And when that went, I'd fill it up. So I only, whenever I did get caught with any, I only got done for possession. I didn't get done for dealing because I was a registered user. In them days, you could get away with possession. So it'd be a £50 fine. In fact, the, they, they fined me, fined me and magistrates for possession of heroin, £100 fine, and they went, how do you want to pay it? And I said, I'll pay it cash now, where do I pay? And the magistrates weren't happy with me. They weren't happy. Yes. But, I, but I had the money to pay the fine. And this is what I did. I, I thought, well, it's not that. As long as I didn't get caught with deals, they couldn't do me for for dealing and I remember one time when I, when I got into mainlining which was a horrendous time because it weren't doing it chasing the dragon in the end because I was on four or five hundred pound a day habit in the end yeah yeah I was on a horrendous amount so I was mainlining so I'd mainline six seven eight times a day so you're injecting six seven eight times a day yeah yeah uh but I, I had a spare room in Little Open where I lived, where I was dealing from. And I knew the police could come through the door at any time, so I'd come up with this strategy. I used to put pepper all around the skirting boards. Never had any gear in the house, only from the time when I first... The only chance they had was when I first went in, sorted everyone out, had yeah. my own, then they, were, then they went, you know. But I had a pile of clothes in the spare room. And right at the bottom there was a coat with a secret pocket and I'd put all the drugs there. Plaster pepper everywhere, but then I'd put syringes in the clothing sticking out and all around the flat. So one day the police did come through the front door. Uh, what's the chances of us finding drugs? And I went, not so much, not that well. Good. I've already done them in, I hadn't. There was about a thousand quid's worth, plus a lot of cash. I said, but I've got to tell you something. Um, there are a lot of needles in the house and one of my friends has got HIV, so be very careful. It took the fight out of them. They didn't, they didn't, you know, they was like searching like this. 
and they took the dogs out. They, they won't let the dogs search yep. because they didn't want them catching themselves on the needles. Yep. They did a bit of a search and then said, right, we can't find that, and they went. So I went straight to where the drugs were and got them. And I know that this might sound like a daft question, Tony. How much does it change you, that drug? Well, it, it, it does change you, but luckily I was dealing, so I can still say that I never really did um, anyone wrong in, except for selling it, which was which, which was wrong in itself because they was doing all the crimes that I didn't want to do. Yeah, but I didn't sort of care as long as it weren't granny bashing. So people were doing were buying from you users. They were shot. They were committing crimes to buy from you. Yeah, yeah. And and you, your habit was fed by them buying that. Yeah, yeah. And that's that. That I did that for years. Uh, and it was a dangerous game because, like I said, people come through my door. And I got seriously hurt one. Tony, um, I've told you I'm going to introduce you to Keith Harrison, an old friend of yours. I yeah. need a pee. <laughs> Should we call that a, a time well, for now? We're going to have to do part two, three then. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm, mate. I thank you for your time. Fully if anyone, if that. anyone wants to say that it poor me, poor me, I'm not saying poor me anymore. You're not making no excuses, no, are you? No, I'm not because I chose that life because it was an easy life for me because I was able to defend my patch. <clears throat> yes, in the in the in the early years it was poor me because I was hungry and starving and battered. As a kid. But it gave me the skills to be able to start dealing and not worry about people coming through my door or yeah. uh, start. in fact of all the people I sold drugs to, I never had trouble with any of them. Ever. And, and they always paid me back if they owed me money, and I always, you know, it, it, it wasn't that. You go and have a pee, mate. I know. I I'll get hold of Keith. <laughs> what time is it? Now? Thanks for that, Tony. I don't know, mate. Okay. But uh, all good. I'll sit there. All right. Yep. Yeah. Go and have your pee. I will.